This is part two of our conversation again. Uh, we had a really good conversation about gluten-free and and kind of really understanding the whole concept. I think the more we know, the better it is for all of us. And we want to do something similar with um, another, uh, you know, similar issue, which is um, us choosing low-fat foods over full-fat foods. And we, and I'm sure most of us have had the, you know, this vision. I think we can easily visualize ourselves standing in those aisles of the grocery store and trying to figure out like five minutes. <laughs> should I go for this? Should I go for this? Should I go for this? Should I go for that? And most of the time it's usually between low fat and full fat. And sometimes we end up looking at the at the ingredients in the back and sometimes we understand it, sometimes we don't. Um, and somehow I think psychologically to feel better, we somehow end up picking up the low fat and say, oh, I'll eat a little bit more and not feel guilty. So we've all done this. <laughs> so um, so yeah, so today we just want to talk about a little bit of the science behind what happens when people um, when we find something that's full fat and what happens when manufacturers give us low fat like I'm sure there's some amount of processing that has happened in the back end right for the full fat and the low fat to have some sort of difference so let's kind of understand what that difference is so Marilla in you know in a nutshell what what is the main difference between low fat and full fat <laughs> so low fat foods you know, foods in their natural state, such as fruit, vegetables, whole grains, contain little to no fat. However, foods that are processed um, and that are labeled low fat or reduced fat replace the fats with higher amounts of salt, sugar, starches to again make up for a lack of flavor. So even though it's labeled low fat or reduced fat, it's not necessarily considered the healthier option to purchase. Um, you know, there's always the question, you know, will eating fat, you know, full fat foods increase my weight? Uh, not necessarily. Eating foods that contain fat will not cause weight gain, but eating or drinking excess calories, whether it's from carbs, protein, sugars, fats, or even alcohol, you know, will increase your weight just based on the calories. It's not necessarily where it's coming from. Okay. So fat in itself is not uh, bad for us. And I think... Um, for the longest time, there's been this constant perception that fat is evil, right? So that's why anything that says reduced fat, low fat, is just so much more appealing. Uh, because the first thing that you think is, oh, I think I can have one more cup of it, and it's okay. Um, so what you're saying is, a lot of times when you reduce the amount of fat, and that's going to be the saturated fats, right, for most part. Reducing any type of fat is going yeah. to, yeah, the saturated fats unsaturated fats, but you're going to find more saturated fats in things like dairy products um, and healthier items too, like fruits, vegetables, which contain fat in their natural state too. In their natural state, that's right. Okay. So um, so it is, it is a known fact that when you cut down fat, the taste, the flavor will be impacted. Yes. So, yeah. So... So in order to sell as many as of those low fats and make them as appealing as possible, because there was a surge of, you know, in the 90s where people were more conscious about eating, uh, you know, the amount of fat they put into their bodies. And that's when, you know, the whole concept of saturated, unsaturated, the, those concepts were certainly becoming well known and people were trying to figure out and break down fats into different categories. And I think that's also when people started understanding trans fats. Um, because the reality of industrial processing finally came, uh, you know, like they reached maxed out on their, you know, golden era for industrial processing. 
Um, so in order to make up for that lack of flavor that happens by reducing the fat, so they have to somehow compensate it and make those products equally appealing. So they either put in more additives, they either put in more sugar, or they put in more salt. Yes. Okay, and all of that converts into calories. So you're gaining the same amount of weight, or maybe more, even though you've cut down the fat by you know half or more, right? Yes. I think the you know the contradiction here, the confusion comes with you know people see a higher level of fat on a product and immediately think that that's worse for you, rather than looking at the sugar content or the salt content or this you know the content of anything else in the product too. Um, you know, one of my biggest issues with this is kind of dairy products in general. Um, for me, uh, one of my personal favorite breakfast options is yogurt. Okay. And there are, I'm sure, as everyone knows, a lot of variety of yogurt. Greek, non-Greek, <laughs> um, full fat, low fat, no fat. Um, yeah. And a million different flavors as well to come along with that. You know, if you were to look at a label of, you know, a reduced fat or a no fat yogurt, you're going to see that the sugars compared to the full fat variety has increased dramatically. Mm. Um, you know, in one Harvard study that I took a look at and read over, it was discovered that, you know, milk, if you were to choose the reduced fat milk over the full fat milk, the content is reduced by three grams of fat, but increased by 13 grams of sugar per cup. Mm. And that is a pretty dramatic amount of sugar per cup um, just to make up for flavor and taste. So that kind of blurs the lines of what's healthy and what's not healthy, especially for a country that has, you know, an increasing sugar problem. Mm -hmm. So like I was saying, you know, just by seeing fat inside of a product doesn't necessarily mean the product's unhealthy. And mm -hmm. I can give an example like soft drinks. This is a product that contains absolutely zero fat, but 50, you know, over 50 grams of sugar in some yeah. cases. And that's really what's increasing America's obesity rates is more so sugar than it would be fat content. Mm. Because that's all calories. Yes. Yeah. And you know, over the course of 30 years, percentage by fat and calories has decreased, but obesity rates can continue to increase. And they, you know, researchers really allot that to like sugary beverages and just sugar in general. Yeah. So it's somehow it's the same concept. We've cut down in one place and we've kind of, you know, replaced it with something of equal or greater value. Mm -hmm. uh, if, I don't know if I should use the word value here, if it's calories and sugar, but yeah, uh, you get the point. <laughs> so it's kind of doing the same amount of damage or maybe more. Mm -hmm. um, some amount of fat is still necessary. So maybe the fat is not doing as much damage as the sugar is doing. So uh, does this apply to all the other things? Like the other item that I can think of is chips, because I know that there's an entire aisle dedicated, you know, different types of fried foods. So the low fat ones, do they actually end up adding more additives and salt and somehow cutting down, you know, the fat content? You're going to see a longer ingredient list on, you know, the reduced fat, <laughs> fat content stuff. I, I see a lot of this in, in a box of Cheez-Its. I do enjoy a Cheez-It as a snack. <laughs> and I think that, again, people see the big green label that says reduce fat and you immediately go for that. You know, yeah. knowing that they're adding, you know, many other things to make up for that fatty taste. Yeah. In my opinion, mm -hmm. I think that 
you might be better off just grabbing the full fat versions of anything, yogurt, milk, um, Cheez-Its, chips, anything like mm -hmm. that. And just, again, bringing not it back. Box. Yes. Bringing it back <laughs> yeah. to moderation, not moderation. an entire box of Cheez-Its. Okay. I'm guilty of that, but. <laughs> <laughs> I know we have to stop. Like we have to stop at 10. <laughs> uh, yes. But since you brought up looking at the back of the box, what are the warning signs? What are we supposed to look for? that will tell us that mm, maybe low fat, but it has all these other things. So nutrition labels are confusing. And yeah. luckily the FDA is working on kind of making nutrition labels a little bit more clear for everyone um, sure. by 2018, hopefully. Uh, but in terms, you want to look at you know the serving size, how many um, calories are from fat or how many grams of fat are in a product and basically breaking down which fats are higher so okay. we're saying um you know there's pretty much three categories of fats unsaturated saturated and trans fats right um so just give a to give a brief breakdown of each you know the fat that you should be looking for that's going to be a little bit higher in some of these products you want them to be unsaturated fats um those are going to increase your hdl cholesterol levels which is the good cholesterol um, it's found in things like plant oils, so you can look for ingredients like plant oils, um, nuts, avocados, um, salmon, tuna, things like that. So those increase your HDL cholesterol levels while also lowering your LDL cholesterol levels, which are, is the bad cholesterol. Mm -hmm. uh, so the next category, which is like the in-between and less healthier than unsaturated, is the saturated fats. Sure. Those are going to be, that's going to increase your LDL cholesterol levels. Um, and those, it's found in things like red meat, butter, cheese, yeah. um, and things like that. It is important to note, though, that you can't fully eliminate saturated fat from your diet because a lot of things that have unsaturated fat also include saturated fat. So it is a good mix between the both. Again, not to belabor the point, but it's all about moderation <laughs> in terms of what you're eating. You know, maybe it's not the best thing to do to eat a hamburger with cheese all over it every single day. You know, and just kind of make it's that, it's not. It's just a weekend treat, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then finally, as you mentioned uh, before, trans fat is probably the worst of all fats. And yeah. that's basically due to the fact that the entire molecular structure of a fat molecule is completely changed in a chemical process in order to preserve shelf life for products. And you're going to find this in a lot of processed foods or already prepared baked goods or already prepared foods and things like that. Um, or the McDonald's burger that can last months. Yeah, that, that's it right there. That is That appalled me. Like, I was so sickened by that. Um, but anyways, yeah, these are the fats that are going to shoot up those LDL cholesterol levels and increase your chance of heart disease. Um, so going, going back to talking about the nutrition label, trans fat, even though something says zero trans fat on it, the FDA does allow um, a half a gram of fat to be in there, even if it is labeled zero trans fat. Now, mm. that really doesn't sound like a lot unless you're eating multiple servings of something that contains trans fat every day. You know, yeah. That's when you're going to get that increased risk of heart disease and things like that. Yeah. So as you mentioned before, when looking at a nutrition label, you kind of want to see things that are higher in or unsaturated fats, lower in saturated fats, and contain zero trans fats. Yeah. 
Like, so what are the sugars? Do they actually put on uh, put sugars even on chips and stuff? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes okay. there is sugar in, in that just contains in chips, but, you know, it's also a high carb. There's going to be a higher amount of carbs and things like that, which eventually just converts into sugar. Yeah. yeah. So basically, um, it's kind of really understanding what types of fats are in there and um, trying to be more aware of, you know, and not just saying fats are bad for us in general, but trying to go for the better ones, um, you know, olive oils and avocado oils and all the plant oils. I think we talked a big chunk about it, even with um, Dr. Khan. And we also talked about how there is saturated fats in some of that stuff too, like, um, you know, uh, a lot of the nuts have a lot of the good fat, but it'll also have a little bit of the, you know, saturated fat, um, which is, you know, like even with something like almonds, um, which, which is considered so healthy for most of us. So if we, if we were to like go to a grocery store, if you were to go to a grocery store, do you always pick the full fat yogurt now? I, I do. Yes. Because I like to keep my sugar content lower. I think for me personally, that's the healthier option. Um, based on my own research and honestly that Harvard study about milk as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's important to note too that all foods contain a mix of fats, you know, and, you know, it's important to limit your full fat foods like red meat, cheese, butter, things like that. And to avoid, in my opinion, trans fats altogether. Whereas, yeah. you know, using margarine, you know, is a trans fat, things mm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. To, of course, pick the healthier options too. You know, you can cook with plant oils and add an avocado to some toast and things like that. Yeah. That will make all the difference for you. And just choosing those little options and steps really makes for um, a better lifestyle change and an easier transition. Absolutely. Uh, even I read, um, you know, in preparing for this um, conversation today, a bunch of studies also, um, you know, where they did, they surveyed, they researched, they studied about a lot of people and they've been doing low fat versus full fat for much longer. I think uh, the studies have been going on for much longer and they always found that there was no correlation between gaining weight based on uh, full fat foods. In fact, there were uh, also, uh, you know, a lot of studies showed otherwise that people on full fat food were actually losing weight. Uh, because they made other healthier choices. So I think it's kind of um, compartmentalizing it, I guess, when you're looking at something with a myopic view and just looking at one issue and saying full fat versus um, low fat and full fat will make you gain weight without keeping in mind the other things that you're perhaps eating through the day, uh, you know, like just eating sugar. You know, I know a lot of people who like eating sugar, um, just like that, um, and things like that. So you, you're eating a ton of other things that is constantly building up. And yeah, of course, the big um, cola drinkers around the world who, dr who love to drink those huge, uh, you know, glasses of cola through the day. And uh, of course, it's above, you know, it's bound to show up in some form. And um, a lot of times, I think we might just figure feel like it's probably coming from that full fat yoga that I just finished. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, it was strange. I think that makes for another episode, but I recently I was at my dermatologist's office and um, they have this, you know, ongoing trivia thing that goes on about medical stuff. And it said that cheese actually in moderation is really good for you, even though it's full of saturation, saturated fats. So it's, it's kind of, like I said, I think everything just comes down to moderation without us taking a stand on whether one is better than the other. Right. 
Absolutely. I mean, avoiding processed foods is also going to make a huge difference in your life too. And, you know, like I said before, I do love some Cheez-Its and that is clearly a processed food. But, yeah. um, you know, I'm going to stick to the 22 square piece serving size <laughs> and call it a day and probably not eat the whole box. Sorry. I don't know. I can't, I can't be 100% sure on that, but I'm going to sure try for it. <laughs> oh, you do have to like keep a check on each other. Yes. Yeah. I'm busy eating all the gluten over here, so. <laughs> oh, Rachel is not going to get the elephant today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've given her too much carbs for too many years. But then Marilla is a tennis instructor. She'll go burn it off. So nothing to worry there. Hopefully, that's the goal. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Rachel? Are you going to pick the full fat from now um, on? I, like, I definitely try, you know, when I'm looking at things, like, because there's always, like, there's still people and there's still top, or discussions that I see where, like, avocado is bad for you. It's full of fat, you know, and it's like, well, this is, a, this is a healthier fat, and it's a different kind of fat, and your body's burning this fat in a different way. Yeah. So, yeah, I I'm like I'm like Morella, where I certainly don't shy away from the fat in that aspect. It's just, you know, don't consume as much of it and try and really pay more attention to, the overall gist of what you've eaten throughout the day as opposed yeah. to this, like this one meal is going to do me in, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And, and I think the combination, go ahead. Sorry, Marilla. No worries. I was going to say when Rachel takes me grocery shopping, I, I'm like a adamant label reader. So we can yeah. be there all day long. Yeah. But yes, I am avoiding all of those products with trans fat in them. Yeah, you know, I mean, if it takes five minutes longer to make a decision, but if you're making a wiser, informed decision, I think that's a good thing. Anyway, yeah, and it's it makes for a good walk in the grocery store. Anyway, so <laughs> the whole time, so you're burning some calories while doing it. <laughs> Which brings me to another thing. I think we should do one. Uh, one of these uh, videos on trans fat and just talk about processing and industrial processing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I thought we were, I thought you were going to say cheeses. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that'll be an endless episode. Yes. And uh, it'll probably do us more harm and undo all of the stuff that we've just spoken about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we can talk about pizzas and gluten and cheese and fat and everything in that one episode. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I, I was, you know, as I was reading all the wonderful stuff that you wrote for us, Marilla, yesterday, in fact, um, my husband and I, we were also just talking about whether it makes sense for us to just, you know, because we've always had whole, you know, whole milk. And then just recently, we've started doing the 2%. And I kept thinking, you know, it, I don't know if it's making much of a difference because I became lactose intolerant after I moved to US. So I, I drink uh, lactose-free milk anyway. And the lactose-free milk just comes in one one shape and size it's not two percent it's not whole and i and it's not affecting me badly in any way so i'm like i'm consuming probably full fat uh you know lactose free milk and it's do, it's done me actually a lot of benefits than uh any harm so i thought okay so that makes sense so and we make our own yogurt and we make it with whatever milk we have so for me i've never been able to gauge the full fat versus um you know the low fat uh but i think i'm always gonna go for the full fat somehow um because i think i've always been aware that that little bit of extra fat you can easily burn it off um yeah you, you probably have to do a little bit five more minutes of walking per day but 
you know just don't yeah. have half and half to your coffee you know just do milk yeah <laughs> or cream right yeah mm-hmm. that makes sense anyway this was amazing um Marella, we always love having you because it opens up these, you know, the Pandora's box of <laughs> discussions. And uh, not only that, we have a lot of fun and we, we do love to talk about recipes and we all have like really good list of recipes that we like to talk about. So it's always fun. I think we should do more of these. Uh, but let's just end this on our favorite topic, which is binge watching. Watching. <laughs> What are you guys watching right now? Are you guys both watching the same stuff or how does it work? I finished up Girl Boss. Oh, how was it? It was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it was it was okay. I, I would say it's like not it wasn't my favorite binge. Yeah. No. It was a quick binge. It was a real quick binge. Yeah. I mean, we were like barreled right through that. 20 minute episodes. There's only like 13. Oh. It's okay. not It's definitely there's a lot of uh it's set more in early 2000s, so there's a lot of like cool throwback references that I like, but I myself did binge watch Big Little Lies on HBO, which I recommend. I I had a friend who read the book as well and says the book was also amazing. So if you're in for a read and binge, that's a good combination (laughs) there. Yeah, it is a good one. I really enjoyed Big Little Lies. Uh, All good actors, so it was kind of a fun watch. Uh, But I do have to say, Netflix has not been giving good good shows lately it's like i'm running out of good stuff to watch and the ones that we've been watching is not really my kind like we talked about the 13 reasons why and i think the girl boys might fall into the same category given rachel's reaction (laughs) so yeah uh, right now i'm just we just started watching fargo the third season and yeah and fargo is always fun it's kind of you know deep and intense and very dark and uh hopefully I want to start binge watching Americans next. Ooh, I heard yeah. that's really good. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. It's a really good show. Really good actors too. So I have to try that. I'm looking forward to the next season of Game of Thrones myself. That should be coming out soon. Yes. Uh, and I think House of Cards is coming out soon. Yes. Uh, that uh, we need to wait for that one. They've been doing very clever ads this year. <laughs> <laughs> which have been very funny but I do want to say I, I think of this every time and I forget it when we're actually doing the video but there is a very nice show on um, on Netflix it's a British show and I don't know how many of them how many of us have watched it it doesn't get enough um, it has a very small loyal audience but it's called Peaky Blinders um, hmm. I don't know if you guys have watched it it's, it's amazing it's it's really good it's it's um it's based in you know back in the day england uh, old school england days and it has um really good actors and there's a special appearance by tom hardy that i oh, especially lots <laughs> of special appearance by tom hardy <laughs> yes so it's a really good show so whenever you're in between shows and wondering i need a good show to watch um that's a good one they've i think it has already has three seasons so it'll kind of last you for a good while <laughs> but yeah that's a good show Perfect. That might be our next binge watch. Peaky Blinders. <laughs> I just like the name. I know. It's, it's about, uh, as you, you must have guessed, it's about horses and people who race horses and, you know, they're in that business. Yeah, and I all. definitely didn't guess that. <laughs> I just said I wanted to be a Peaky Blinder, so that can't be right. <laughs> oh my God, this is so fun. I love doing this and I'm sure we're going to be doing one soon, again, with Perfect. you, Marilla. I'm so, yeah, about trans fat. Yeah, that can be an endless conversation too. It really can be. Yeah, because there's so many foods that are processed. I'll set up a box of Cheez Its right here. 
<laughs> yeah, that'll be a good demo, you know. But how how to kind of keep your hands away from it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you again, Marilla, for doing this. And we'll be back with something similar soon. And um, we'll try and add links to a lot, you know, a bunch of stuff that we found um, as part of research for this episode, just to kind of give you guys uh, more material to read apart from listening to us. Like that wasn't enough. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back soon with something uh, even more fun, even better. And hopefully in the next one, we should discuss more recipes too. Sounds good. All right. All right, guys. Thank you. We'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.